listening. I invite you to check out my website, karagoodwin.com. I'm adding more resources all the time to assist you in your meditation journey. Sign up right on the homepage to receive a free 10-minute guided meditation that will fill you with light and peace and give your nervous system a reset. You can also find powerful offerings to help you start or amplify your existing meditation practice, including the Meditation Immersion Program to get a solid foundation to your meditation and the Healing Hearth Ongoing Program for regular online meditations and guidance. Thank you so much for your support and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the Meditation Conversation, the podcast to support your spiritual revolution. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin. Stay up to date with the latest releases of the Meditation Conversation by following me on Instagram at Kara underscore Goodwin underscore Meditation. So I'm Kara Goodwin, and I'm really excited to have... The <laughs> from the um, I've forgotten my podcast, from, and it's right here too. Um, from from the Spur Channel podcast. Um, lovely to meet you again, Cara. We've we've had an interview before, but this is a this is a kind of special one, I guess. Yes, yeah. This is really exciting because I've never done this, so I have been. Um, I've had the Meditation Conversation podcast since 2018. And I've never done a collaborative one. It's always been having a guest on or me as a guest. Um, and so I was on, was it last week? The week before, I think. Was it the week yeah. before? A couple of weeks ago now. Yeah. And uh, I was on the Spirit Channel. We had such a great conversation and um, we had to we had to cut it short. I mean, it was, it was a good length anyway, but... Um, and so we kept talking about doing it again. And I was like, you know what? Like, I would love to hear about your experiences. It feels like we've had a lot of cross experiences um, where we can, you know, not verify each other. Well, kind of like confirm mm-hmm. each other's experiences. Um, and we've, I think we've heard enough little tidbits from each other to feel that there's synchronicity there. So then we were like, maybe we could just do one podcast where we both contribute and we kind of basically a a conversation that we probably would have had privately that we just put out there and we put it on both of our um, our channels, per se. Um, So what a blessing to be here with you today like this. We're just going to pave the way. We're going to figure it out as we go. Yeah. So um I think when we sort of were having our first conversations, I, I had mentioned to you and I was kind of a bit apprehensive about saying, like, what way should I approach this? How do I tell this person and hope that, hope that they don't think I'm some sort of crazy stalker? But I remember um, saying to you, like, for some reason, I just seem to be attracted to your vibration. And thankfully, you didn't just turn and say, go away from me. I don't want to hear you again. So it, it is kind of apprehensive because I guess... Um, we're kind of limited by language. Um, and although this format here is, is a lot easier, and that's why I started doing voice notes, it's, it's so much more easier. But we we can't really communicate with feelings. So the, the other person might not understand where the other person's coming from. So things can be very misinterpreted. So it is a bit apprehensive when, you, when you're connecting with someone, when you turn around and tell them, look, I, I feel drawn to you for some reason. But I think... Thankfully, you took it the right way. And we've had some conversations about that, which obviously has led up to this 
second podcast because, you're, as you rightly say, we, we just didn't get the time to have a real in-depth conversation. And I guess um, this, is, this is where we are now. We, we are having the meditation conversation. That's right. On the spirit channel. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I guess this conversation is going to be what we didn't get around to, to speaking to last time on, on when I interviewed you, which was about these multidimensional, um, multi-reality, um, uh, uh, whatever you want to call it, experiences that, that we both have had. And I know that other people that I have communicated with and probably the same as you have had those experiences, um, just maybe slightly different ones. So I, I was really interested to find out when you first, you know, approached me and asked me to, you know, would you, um, you know, would I like to have you a guess on? You said, like, I'm, you know, I, I'm an experiencer of these, which automatically got my attention because it is, I guess, it's not like you can go out into the everyday world and, you know, say to someone, what did you do last night? Well, I was in the middle of a meditation. I kind of left my body and uh, visited the after planes <laughs> and surrounded by these light beings and, you know, uh, kind of my vibration. All right, okay, well, I just watched TV. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you kind of have to be careful who, who you tell that to. So when you do meet someone who um, says, I have – I'm an experiencer, you know, we should have like a, an AA meeting of experiences or whatever you call it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Zenith and I'm an experiencer. Yeah. You know, so we really do need to have conversations like this. And I guess this is what we're, we're trying to do here. Um, like yourself, I've mentioned a few things, I've published a few things on my blog. Um, and I always get the sense that people think, um, yeah, right. Yeah, you, that all happened there and yeah that happened whatever but it, it does I have nothing to gain from from sharing these experiences other than potential ridicule with people you know yeah. but it's to let people know that what they're going through um is is a very kind of spiritual if you want to put it like that or a very sort of higher frequency experience yeah you've mentioned a couple of things that I want to reinforce because one thing is um when I have shared things like th like these experiences before, sometimes they do get misinterpreted as dreams because I forget that um, it's not that I forget that not everybody has these kinds of things, but just that um, it's so clear when you're having them that you're not dreaming. Um, I mean, I can hear what's happening around me. I have animals. I can hear them moving. I can hear, I mean, for me, it often happens when I'm falling asleep at night rather than in a meditation, which is different than your experience. I, I understand. But for me, it's kind of spontaneous and in that way. But, you know, my son's room is next door and his, uh, you know, he moves around a lot, you know, up and down, going to the bathroom and stuff like I can hear everything, all the real world sounds around me. And I also know the difference between being awake and being asleep, you know, but I try to like sound can be an easy way to help people understand like, no, I, I, I definitely wasn't dreaming. I could hear everything, but there's that awareness too. Like, you know, the difference between falling asleep and being asleep, you know, when you're just there and you're st your eyes are closed and you're in bed, but you're not sleeping. So that was one point. Um, and maybe that's maybe that was the main the main thing. But oh, I think it's also just the sharing of it and how it may not be that everybody's had these kinds of things happen. So there's not necessarily a frame of reference 
one of the things that we talked about in my interview on your show was um, you call it the green ray and people call it different things. Like there's like this, um, you might hear it as like the new earth, but this change of the environment that we're in, the change of this human experience that's happening right now. And it doesn't happen like in a blast where it's like, okay, well we were here and now we're suddenly here. It can feel that way sometimes, <laughs> you know, that we've just made a leap or something different has changed and we're not really quite sure why. But I believe more and more and more people are going to start having experiences like this. And I have not always had these experiences. This is only, um, you know, I think I had like really the first kind of one since my awakening, you know, two or three years ago. And then they didn't start really becoming more regular until in the last few months, really, you know, that it's there, they've been more regular. So, um, so I say that because I have a mentor and I've had a mentor for a couple of years and, uh, or is it three years to about two and a half years now. And he would tell me things that he, like these types of, he wouldn't really go into a lot of detail about the experiences, but the insight and the knowledge that he would get through these multidimensional experiences. And I would not, I would be able to like understand him, you know, to a certain point, but I wouldn't have the, I didn't have the experience to be like, yes, I know what you're talking about. But when I have found myself in these experiences, so often things that he has told me, uh, I then experience them for myself in a, in a certain way. And it's not, it's usually not exactly as he explained it, but I'm like, oh, this is what he's talking about. And then I have my own version of it or my own perception of that higher truth. Um, and so, so it is like we, as we share these things, we open things up for other people so that they can start expanding their own field to one, understand that these things do happen, that they can be a part of the human experience and they help to deepen our connection to what's beyond the human experience. But they also give us a frame of reference so that for one thing, when they start to happen, we have a frame of reference so that we don't think that we're going crazy or and <laughs> so that we can kind of recognize also like okay, are there truths that are being shown here or are there, you know, and then we have our own version of things that we may have heard in the past. And it's like that they can come to us in that moment too, to sort of like add another dimension or layer to the whole thing where it's like, oh, we're pulled back to, you know, two years ago when we first heard about that possibility. That's another layer in this multidimensional experience where your past is being brought through into that moment. That's also timeless and present and, you know, so there's so much to it, but so I just wanted to um, kind of piggyback off of those things, but. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, trying to remember quite everything of what you said there, you're, you're right. I would agree with that too. I haven't always um, had these experiences as in um, understanding what they were. It only happened sort of after my awakening um, I had buried myself uh, so far and so deep um, into, into this kind of physical world because um, for me, 
I always felt like an outsider. I always felt different, but I had nobody to communicate to. You know, I wasn't aware of anything spiritual or any anything like this. I do, looking back upon my journey now, um, you know, realize that all the signs were there. You know, we're collecting books on hypnosis and um, Nostradamus and all that sort of stuff. Um, never quite reading them, sort of into my kind of later years. Um downloading, you know, tons of ebooks on all like astral travel and, you know, out-of-body experiences and, you know, cultism and all that sort of stuff, which kind of led, led uh, on read, you know, so that it was always there, even a book that I pulled out of the attic, um, which is about 20 years old, um, about the art of self-realization, not knowing the significance and only 20 really years later, you know, and discovering that, and even kind of now talking to you about it, um, because it reminds me, of, you know, of, of the the um, self self realization fellowship, um, whatever you want to call that, um, brotherhood or sect or whatever it is that you were kind of involved in. Yeah, where, you know, they, mm-hmm. yeah they they talk about that. So the signs were were kind of all there. Um, it's just obviously, you know, I I, I wasn't ready yet until my awakening. Um, through that awakening, you know, developing and, and, and experiencing more and more um, until eventually, you know, I started having those experiences. And you're right, I think perhaps in the last few months, they've begun to get stronger mm-hmm. um, and, and become more intense. Well, why don't we go ahead and start with why? Do you want to take us through an example of, of yeah. something that comes to mind? Yeah, well, just before I do, we were just having a bit of a conversation, and I guess this is important for people listening and for people watching, mm-hmm. uh, just a little bit of history. Um, I was sp- telling you that whenever I was a child, um, I used to wake up from sleep, um, and the world was distorted to me. The worldview was distorted. I had two different perspectives, and it, it wasn't quite so much the sight as in the feeling that everything to me seemed very far away and very tiny. Um, and I felt enormous, but at the same time, I looked the same and everything seemed to my physical eye the, the same, but I, I couldn't look at anything. It was very unnerving. I didn't know what I was going through as a child. No one could could understand it. You know, the doctor was phoned for me numerous times and performed a number of checks, and he just put it down to, oh, you know, he's kind of woken up from sleep too soon. And as I was telling you, the only way that I could return to kind of normalcy, if you want to put it, was by by getting like a an empty glass and looking through that glass in which everything was distorted through that. I would maybe sit like that for 20 minutes to half an hour, if not longer, until I felt that oh, I, feel, I feel right again. It wasn't quite so much a physical... You know, oh my God, everything looks tiny. It was more, um, uh, what way can I describe this? A, 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 a kind of mental or, as I know now, a kind of spiritual distortion, a kind of thing. And it was only uh, a teacher that I was speaking to very recently, you know, t- said to me, look, probably what you were experiencing, you were still in the astral plane. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you could turn around and say that it was a, an, an astral experience or an etheric experience, but I, for some reason, I was not quite in my physical body. But as I said, I, I had no idea what what that was or what that experience was. Now it's only looking back on that 
you know, many, many years later and haven't explained to me is that potentially all the ingredients were there. But a bit like on, on kind of like you, my most of my experiences seem to happen through meditation or I've had a number of experiences where I'm almost ready to wake rather than falling asleep. And you're right, it's, it's, it's kind of that state. Some people call it twilight. Others have called it the hypnagogic state where you're 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 not asleep but you're not fully conscious you know you're in one of those alpha brainwave states i think or something like that and um, in which you're you're aware that you're not asleep but you're not fully awake yet your eyes are shut you're too tired to come awake and it's kind of like when your imagination comes into play i guess maybe people might understand it like that and you're sort of having a, a it's almost like having a, a, a movie in which you're taking part in sometimes where things are kind of going on around you and you understand that you're not dreaming, but um, maybe people talk to you or you're away somewhere or, or, or things like that there happen. Um, I've had people kind of talk to me. Um, I've had, um, even in dreams, I've, I've kind of been slapped in the face. Wow. Um, <laughs> slapped in the face. Uh, I was aware that there was a presence around me. I guess some people call it spirit. Others call it the higher vibrationals or multidimensional beings. But there was definitely a presence around me. I could feel it in the dream, and I was dreaming at the time, but in the next instant, they slapped me around the face. And in the dream, I was kind of like, well, what did you do that for? And the voice just said, wake up, wake up. And so oh, wow. I woke up and went, okay, right now I woke up. Well, what is it? And I was <laughs> <laughs> and I sleep in, you know, my on my late for for. They're like the bigger waking up, wake yeah. up bigger. <laughs> yeah, I realized then I hadn't actually I hadn't slept. Then you know everything was fine. They were telling me to wake up, and I've had that experience a few times. You know, where where beings or people have come to me and you know kind of turn around telling me you're going to be waking up soon, and wow. um, you know and like. Um, just kind of creating a, a, an environment for myself and having full-blown conversations with, with I don't know, I guess these people or these beings take on human form so that we can more easily identify them. But just numerous experiences that got there just before I've woken up or messages that have come to me just in that last second, just before you wake up. Um, and that's, that's generally how it happens for me before I wake up. But most of my really sort of deep um astral experiences have happened during meditation so um i, I kind of do have a process that i follow that has resulted in in um better experiences or seems to bring that state on more more than others and um, but it's not exclusively to that i've had just very simple meditations which i preparing to maybe go on a zoom and I'll, I'll try and squeeze in a 15 20 minute meditation and all of a sudden bang you know I, i'm away or i've had experiences um one of the ones that i haven't actually talked about was um having this sense and most of mine are kind of like in, in a void or a space um i guess that's a way for them to um appeal to my senses i guess if you like for me to understand that i'm not quite you know, on planet Earth at the time. But this kind of experience where I was surrounded by a void or in space or something like that there, and I'm on this kind of rocky ground, you know, it seems to be like a planet or an asteroid. asteroid. I'm, I'm only recalling from memory here, but um, in front of me, there was like a portal. 
like a portal or a like a it was like a screen, and I could see I could see through it. There was someone with me. There was a being with me, and he was showing me my life. He was showing me different things through the portal. Um, and I can remember that it was it wasn't like a television. It didn't have like a back on it. You know, I can remember that it was just this thin kind of thing. I could almost look around the back, and there was literally nothing there. But this this being was showing me different things in my life through it, and I was looking into it. But afterwards, the the experience kind of changed, and for some reason, I was looking above me. And I guess it's it's not that these places are physically above you. It's to give you a sense of right. Well, this is a higher vibration. And when I looked above me, the person said, that is the, that's the realm of the angels. Mm. And my awareness sort of went into that, into that place. And it was a golden place. It was very different from the place that, you know, I was, I was currently having. It was, it, it was, it was pure golden. And it wasn't that these be- beings with wings came down. I guess that's only, uh, again, that's a, that's a, an arch type or a, a way for the human consciousness to understand that these beings are, are not, you know, ordinary beings. They 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 were almost invisible in this golden light. So they they blended into this golden light. They were almost kind of invisible. I can remember sort of seeing their eyes and stuff. And the next thing I, I knew, I was transported in into this realm, and I, I was surrounded by these. But it wasn't that I, I said I'm only recalling from memory. It wasn't that I was. Um, surrounded by light, it seemed kind of changed, and it was took on a uh, like a. I was in a garden, and there was a play park there, and it almost felt like I was a child because I was on a swing, and I, I was kind of being pushed on this swing. But it, it wasn't, as I said, it was it was a. What can I describe this? It's hard to try and to get these experiences yeah. into words because these experiences go beyondwards. Mm-hmm. You can't conceptualize these experiences in. In the human language, but hopefully, if there's people watching this, if there's people listening to this, they will be able to to understand. But it wasn't that I was in a physical playground. The concept was being given to me that you're somewhere safe, that you're just like a child. And I was content there. I was happy. I felt like a child in this playground. I got the sense that these beings who were at each of my side, who were pushing me on the swing, were timeless, were um, always caring. You know, they were so wise. and It was just a feeling of pure bliss. It was a feeling of pure bliss and contentment. Um, and after the experience kind of ended and I quite returned into my physical body, that, that feeling still stayed with me of, of bliss and contentment and, and happiness. Um, so sometimes I think the memories fade. And sometimes when you have an experience like that, you just put it down to your imagination but when you begin to have more and more of these experiences, you begin to realize this isn't just my imagination. I'm actually experiencing something. And if you have those feelings that are associated with experiences like that, you know that it's not your imagination. Mm-hmm. So that's just one sort of uh, experience that I've had um, in, in that kind of short meditative state. I'd love to get just one of your Yeah, well, that brings to mind something that I think it was just last week um, that flows really, really parallel to what you described, because um, last week, again, it was like as I was about to go to sleep and then I realized I wasn't. And when I close my eyes, a lot of times I see static 
you know, like for lack of a better word, just, it just is like a lot of tiny little colors and they're just moving all around. Well, when I had these experiences, it's like that static goes and then I can really see, but it's almost like that static is what we can see when we're clear. When, when we sharpen our focus and we're able to tune into these other dimensions, it's like that static organizes. And um, so I so often when I, uh, you know, go to these different places or have these different experiences, I'm like, I know this place. Like I, I, this is familiar to me. And I, I often think I, um, I come here, but I, I, I can't remember it. Like I, I, I'm asleep when I do it or I'm not like consciously aware. And so then it becomes this like, okay, what can I do to remember this? Like it's trying to, to toggle between the bigger me who has access to these things and the little human me who has like a regular human consciousness. And it's like this, toggling, you know, like, okay, big me now remember it's almost, maybe that could even be thought of as like downloading or something like mm-hmm. that word seems right in the moment where it's like pulling this information, this Intel, this remembrance, like, remember this Kara, remember, remember, you know, because it's so familiar, but I'm like, I, but I, but it's also like, seems brand new. So like, I don't remember, I can't remember with my human mind, this ever happening before, but like, I know this place, you know? And so, um, so I often like when I've explained these things before, I'm like, I think that, that a lot, that it's not uncommon for all of us or a lot of us to be going through these places when we fall asleep, but we lose them, you know? And, and so that's like the difference is the, the, the ability to remember it. But anyway, that static, dissolving into the um, clarity, it was something that kind of surprised me when I first started having this where I'm like, oh my God, it's been here all the time. Like this, it's here, it's in me, you know? Um, But the thing that you talked about when you, you talked about entering the angelic realm, I felt that similar thing last week, or actually it was St. Patrick's day, (laughs) funnily enough. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's fun to be talking to somebody from Ireland. Yeah, there's there's that connection again. That's right. So um, so on St. Patty's Day uh, night, I I um, had you know where I was kind of traversing and and you know kind of a lot of times for me it starts where that static gives way and then it's like a lot of color and it looks it's a dome like I'm in a dome. Mm. Um, with all these colors and it looks like I always have like a Moroccan feel. I've not been to Morocco, but, um, or like a mosque kind of like what I am. And again, I don't even know that I've been in a mosque. Um, but I, it, it, that's what I get. I'm like, Oh, that's cause you see the domes, you know, on the outside. And I'm like, it just always reminds me of like something like that. Cause it's very dome and it's like, almost looks like tiles, very much has a tiley feel to it because it's these like repeating colored pattern kind of things. And um, many things happened that night on St. Patrick's Day, like in the multidimensional realm traveling thing. 
Um, but the one that that reminds me of a lot was like, I, I kind of kept going higher and higher. And I say that, but I'm in my body. Like I'm very aware that I'm in my body. Not always, but often it's like these multidimensional things open up and, and, but I'm, I'm very aware that I'm in my body. So it's, that's really funny to me because there's a lot of talk about like as within, so without, and everything is acts, the universe is within you and you can access everything through the universe. And I have found more and more that that is true. Um, the, one of the biggest experiences I've had, um, I did feel like I was transcending and that I was like somewhere else and which felt very much more astral travel-y. Um, but many of my experiences, it's like something just opens up within me and it's like, I am in my body, but it's like this whole big things going on. You know, it's like all these dimensions are here. And so there was a portal um, and it was, uh, but I, I was traveling through the portal at a high speed with a lot of turns uh, and a lot of like, and it reminded me of like the way that the brain wrinkles and kind of comes back, you know? Would you say Would you maybe say it's maybe a vortex instead of a portal? Oh, maybe. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it felt, so it felt like, okay, I'm, I'm going through a portal or a vortex. Um, but I also, it felt like I was traveling through my brain very quickly. Um, and I got to this point where I was like, it was white and it was like an, a pine cone. Um, and it was like a much, a much smaller dome, like not as expansive. It was much more concentrated. And I was like flickering and it was like, um, there were a few things. It, it, it was like, I guess, I mean, I associated it with the crown, you know, like trying to get through the crown. Um, and there was this, like, I think I was hesitating going through because I wanted to remember again, I was like toggling like big self, little self, but it was like a, like, it was so fast. I was toggling back and forth. And I was like, is this an act? I don't know if it was an activation, like it felt like toggling, but it was really like this activation at this point, or if there was hesitation that I was, you know, wasn't sure if I should go. I mean, I definitely wanted to, but I, I don't know if I was, some part of me was holding myself back. I also had the sense that there was someone on the other side going, don't let her in. She's human. It was like a male energy um kind of felt like holding it like holding it closed um ultimately at like toggle 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 like flashing and then i did uh pierce through and then i found myself in this golden realm and like you said i could see um it, like everything was very bright very gold and so you mentioned you didn't see the angel form. And what I saw was it was like if you took a um, like a, a blanket or a bed sheet and you pull, you pinched it in the middle and you pulled it up and you know how it would like drape yeah. down like a ghost. It was like that, but I was looking up. So I was kind of looking up at these billowy, like moving, like movements, just very like. 
I don't know how else to describe it, but sort of like these flowing, floating, but again, like I'm kind of like seeing them from below and they, and a lot of yellow. So, um, that was like, I was seeing gold, like a lot of gold and it's not, I'm sure you had the same where it doesn't, it's not like gold, like this flat kind of gold that we see here, but it's like this living, uh, living gold, but like, it's got so much to it. You know, it's, it's like this glimmering dancing alive gold, you know? And, uh, and then that like billowy what shape that I saw was yellow. Um, and that was, that was all that I could remember. I think I fell asleep at that point because I couldn't, I couldn't hold anything else after that. And there were other things to do with like the brain, um, and do with more like stuff around me, um, in that same night. Um, I remember at one point I did have my eyes open. I was staring at the ceiling and, um, could see different, different shapes and, and, uh, passageways. And, um, I don't know, that was another, like, it was just very clear that everything is all around us. And it's a matter of what we can, what we focus on and like what we pull in. But it was like, oh, I could, I can make my eyes, like I could make my eyes adjust to like any dimension, which kind of freaked me out because I, well, I mean, it didn't freak me out, but I was like, I, okay, I, I'm aware of this and I don't want to pull in something that's going to scare me. So I wasn't like, oh, let me flip it to here and flip it to here. Cause I knew like everything's in here. So like I can pull like demons if I wanted to focus on that, I can, I could pull them in, you know? And so it was kind of like, what do what, what do I want to see? Cause I don't want to see everything, you know? <laughs> and so, but it was interesting. I could see like these like octagonal or hexagonal like passageways um, and different shapes and different. Uh, and I had, I definitely had the sense of different beings, I, uh, but I, it was like, I was, I wouldn't see them because I didn't want to be startled. Um, but I was, I was going back and forth, like in the moment, like, I do want to see, I do, I'll be strong. <laughs> it's like, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's there. I don't know how to handle it. <laughs> so it's kind of like not, not diving right in. And I think I held myself back enough that I didn't quite see if I could definitely f- feel there were multiple beings with me but um but it, it is fascinating it, it actually reminds me of a very sort of close friend um i think maybe a couple of friends we would have shared our experiences and she has always talked about being inside buildings when she's went into these places um like maybe to learn something or meeting people and definitely dome buildings i my, my experiences have always taken place outside of buildings oh, yes. so it, it is interesting but there was there's just quite a lot there that that you said that i kind of want to touch on and i guess one of the first things before i you know just go you know look oh here's mine here's mine mm-hmm. um is that the idea where you mentioned there about like i would call it a green ray as you said maybe the new earth people call it the shift um it just really depends what what sort of concepts you're familiar with i think we're all can agree that there is a massive change taking place. And I think these experiences 
are becoming more common as the veil thins between this world and the higher vibrations, I guess. Maybe that's a, a better way of saying it. And I've kind of always wondered, where exactly am I? You know, is this what we would call the spirit world? Is it just another higher vibration? Where exactly am I when, when I'm in these? And we, we've kind of talked about it a lot. And I'd, for me, most of the experiences have taken place and in, in, in most of the, the beings that I would see are just composed of pure light. Sometimes they're in humanoid form, but most of the time it's just pure light. Um, different from that angelic realm, sometimes I'm aware of like a golden city or golden cities, but generally everything is just composed of light. So I've kind of always wondered, am I in, you know, the afterlife? Is Am I astral traveling into what we would call the astral plane or, you know, the afterlife? Is this a higher vibration than that? Because I'm sure as you're aware, there are so many different vibrations. Um, and the number seven keeps cropping up a lot in uh, throughout occult teachings and throughout um like what I would say in, in a lot of channeling experiences, they talk, sometimes people talk about like a 5D, we're transitioning mm -hmm. to a 5D. Um, a lot of the confederation teachings would, would talk about densities. Mm -hmm. And I think that's people kind of get confused and get caught up in this. No, it's 5D, no, it's fourth density. I think really what we're talking about is the same thing. Really a density and a dimension are just different vibrations and it's a different vibration of light and you were talking about the light being sort of interactive it's alive and i think once we are at these at, at a soul level i guess and um, we are we we haven't left our body it's a just a different body we're composed of pure light and in that state we can manipulate light we can wield light very much um like we would breathe, I guess, here, or we in our physical experience where we we grip tools, we talk about manifestation and you know the power of thought and stuff. And I think in, the, in these higher dimensions or higher densities, they can like manifest something very quickly into existence. I guess if you like, they can we light in a way um, in which they can clothe themselves in a physical form, change their appearance, you know. Uh, this is why we would see so much phenomenon on on this on this planet. We see beings and um, craft and stuff like that, which are at a higher vibration that can seem invisible to us. They can wink in and out of existence. They're 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 using light in in a in a, in a way in which we're we're not quite accustomed to or we, we don't know how to. But at their vibration, at their thing, I think people talk about. I know this is kind of off at a tangent, um, but it's still the sort of same thing where we're talking about beings, we're talking about extraterrestrials or higher dimensionals. It's all pretty much the same thing. We're not talking about a boat, a nuts and bolts craft, like a car. We're talking about sometimes these crafts come in as orbs. They're, 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 they're light. Sometimes these things are tiny. Sometimes they're enormous. Sometimes they'll appear as if they are uh, a, a metal or a physical craft, but I don't think they are. They, they're, they're at a higher vibration in which they do not require physical materials to, to transport themselves through dimensions, through vast dimensions, or, or um, uh, what's the word, distances mm -hmm. of, of space and time. So I think to us, 
certainly those beings in the higher dimensions again are able to wield light in a way that is beyond our capabilities and to us it would seem that they are performing miracles um but again it's just this connection with with light you know and this wielding of light in which they can do things that would seem to us miraculous um a bit like i guess some of the the the, the things that we know that um uganda or uganda Yogananda recounted in his autobiography of, of those really um, amazing gurus and masters like Sri Yukteswar, Babaji. There's an, an awful lot of talk of, of Master Jesus, St. Germain, all the ascended masters who are, you know, operate at higher dimensions and higher frequencies where they're able to, to wield this light and perform things that we consider miracles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think potentially that's what we're experiencing. Um but I think that the the vibrations are becoming stronger between this world and the next. And this is why more of us are experiencing things like this. And they're becoming more frequent. They're becoming more intense um, as, as we begin to, you know, make this shift and these shifts happen. And I think you're right. It doesn't happen overnight. It's waves. Um, and sometimes these waves... Uh, we're not quite aware of them, but there is, there's like a sense of downloads. There's a sense of things happening. I remember one time in which I was in that kind of state, not quite dreaming, but in that sort of state between awake and asleep. And I can't quite remember it all now. Normally I write these down as soon as I awaken or experience them. But I remember thinking, I'm too tired. I don't want to get up and face the day. I just don't, can you not, whoever I was, I was talking to, I was like, could you just not take my place? Okay, we'll go ahead and take your place. And I was like, right, okay, I'm just going to take a back seat here to you. You can drive my physical body about. And I think it was actually my higher self. Um, but I woke up with this really strange sense and I could barely communicate with anyone. And I think that experience happened throughout the day. Um, and obviously I came back round through that experience, but there was this sense of a shift taking place within me, within you know, within my body, within my soul, I guess, um, there, there's a sense of downloads happening. I think that's happening quite a lot too, so that we're getting upgrades, we're getting like DNA upgrades in which we are, our frequencies are becoming higher. We're able to tune into those higher frequencies. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of that happening, but where these experiences are happening, they're, they're, they're definitely happening at a higher frequency, a higher vibration of light than we're accustomed to. Whether you want to call that a density or a, or a dimension, it doesn't really particularly matter. One thing I, I kind of did wonder, well, is this a density or is it a higher dimension or is it some of these inner planes, which I've talked about, but that a conversation is just kind of maybe for another time because I don't quite understand the concept of inner planes and you know outer dimensions and stuff like that. So I, I think it's, for me anyway, to break that down is that what we're experiencing then is 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 a different frequency, a different vibration. Um, and it's becoming easier the more that these waves of energy, the more that these transformations are taking place. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that, that's what has fascinated me too through these experiences is understanding that Again, it, it is all happening around us and, and, and like a neutrality with the dimensions, because we tend to like in the human form, it can be really easy to be like, well, five must be better than four. 
and four is definitely <laughs> better than three and seven must be better than five. And, you know, like the high, oh, wow, they're 12th dimension or whatever. <laughs> um, and it was, I mean, that was one of the experiences that I had was like, oh, okay. So if I see this, like I can pull this in um, to see like what's happening, you know, in, in this layer. And it was just like, that's just what's happening there. It's not better. Um, and of course, like, you know, we do, when we talk about density, you know, it is like, there's, there are people who are serving, you know, service to self versus service to others and, and all of this stuff, um, where, you know, when the truth is that we are in this unified, like there's one thing happening and the more that we, connect with that one thing that is that higher that just is a higher vibration because it, it is you know that is like more aligned with pure light the more we are in that connection the more we are that pure light um but i was experiencing like this neutrality of just like okay these are they're just like layers you know they're just bands they're layers and it's not like, oh, I have to get to the eighth because that's like where it's happening. You know, like that's where like the real good stuff is, you know, it was just like, well, that's just what is held at that in that layer, you know, and it's not like it's better than here. Um, so that's that's another thing that is can be hard for for me, you know, to because I kind of feel like, well, it must be better. Like fifth must be better. Like I'm totally in that. Like, oh, I would love to experience the fifth dimension. Like, let's do that. Um, so you know, there's something to be said for that neutrality because I think that is kind of associated with more of beyond the human experience is just mm -hmm. kind of this acceptance and and neutrality and and like it's it's all good you know it's it, it all serves a purpose and we can pull in what we want if we want the lower stuff we can call it in and we do but a lot of times we don't know that we're doing it but it's like that's what we're focusing on everything is about where we're focusing on that law applies here for sure but we you know you talk about manifestation like when we're experiencing these higher densities it's more immediate when we're here, it's slow, but it's still the same laws. So it's like, if we're going to keep, and, and I, you know, work on this too, because I find that I'll get stuck where I'm like, God, I, I'm really dreading something, you know? And it's like, that's still not happening for another, you know, however long, few weeks, months, whatever, but I'm really dreading it, <laughs> you know? And it's like, wait a minute. Okay. So what am I focusing on? Like if I'm dreading it, what vibration am I pulling to me? And it's, it's going to be one that matches that. And um, it's, so it's, it's hard like to remember that in the moment, like when we're really being human, <laughs> you know? yeah. like, but, um, but it's, it's, it was very, it's been very evident to me through some of these experiences. That's been one of the points that has been given is like, wherever you want to focus, that's what is, it's what you're pulling through I've seen it as um, beacons of light as well, where, you know, I have been uh, seeing myself from the perspective of my, what I like to call creator being. It's just like this, 
it felt, I mean, it was beyond planetary. It was beyond the solar system. It was beyond um, the galaxy. You know, this was like far, far, far back. And I was as little me, like I was communicating to that big creator being through light. And it was literally the things that I do moment to moment, I am showing how bright I and how strong I want to communicate to that creator being. And I, every choice that I make will impact that light. And so if I pull myself together with other beings who are also trying to send a strong signal of light to their creator beings, um, we amplify our light because we like overlap. So this is how it was shown. Like you say, it's like hard to put words to it because it literally was like so clear and instantaneous. Oh, I can see what little Kara is doing because she shows me her light and she shows me what she wants based on the light that she gives me. If she wants a high experience and she wants like to experience the, the highest version, the most divinity, then she shines it really bright. Well, how do I shine it bright? I, it's the words that I speak. It's the thoughts that I think it's the, um, the actions that I take. It's the, the loving kindness that I show. It's the music that I choose to listen to the media. I choose to engage with the books that I'm reading. All of those things are going to affect my light in a very real practical way. It's like, this is what I want. I'm going to show, I'm going to just keep consuming, you know, through my relationships and through like the things that I focus on, that's going to bring light to me, but it's also going to amplify what I want. Like, this is what I want. And the more of us who are doing that and we're bringing this light and we're saying, you know, and it's not, again, like we're just doing it naturally. It, it get, likewise, I could want to, I, I could choose to make my experience not so light by focusing on violence, by focusing on um, guilt, by focusing on hatred, focusing on um, shame and all of the things that dim my light and, and watching violence and watching, you know, listening to music that's going to pull me down and bring me. And it's again, from that creator being perspective, there's no judgment. It's not like, Oh, that's what you want. It's like, it's just going to serve. It's just serving. Okay. You're showing me, you're showing me, you don't want that much light, but you're showing me you want this level of experience. Okay, here you go. And again, it's not necessarily instantaneous. It's not necessarily like, okay, I go and say, um, terrible things about my neighbor. And then instantaneously, I feel that karma. It might work that way, but it, it's, it's not necessarily like we're kind of moving through mud down here where things are, have a lot slower response time. Um, but it is, it is happening. It's very, very real how that happens. And so that can be a very practical way to understand like, why, why is there this focus on high vibe? Like, how does that actually work beyond like put out, you get back what you put out, you know, all that stuff. It's like, it's a communication, you know? Um, there's some very good points that you made there. And I think that experiences like these ultimately do change you. Um, you begin to want more of those experiences and understanding that 
they can sort of only come when you begin to change yourself. Gives you the impetus then to to change, um, and it doesn't. You're right; it doesn't transform you um, immediately as a person. You still have that higher awareness. Um, and when you're in those states, and you think back to your small life, and you, why was I even worrying about that? Why does that even matter to me? Those. Mm things I, you know the earthly things they they do not concern me here but ultimately we have to come back into these bodies and live our human experiences and sometimes as much as they are amazing we do get caught up in those lower three-dimensional experiences because ultimately um we have chosen to come here and that's what we need to come to terms with is that you chose to, to, to inhabit a human body, you chose to come from these higher vibrations into a human body to to um, to serve. And I think a lot of Tansy people get caught up in that um, and don't realize and just want to escape. Yes. This. They want, like that's that transcending, that transcendental, which there's nothing wrong with transcending. But if we have this core belief that we have to overcome our human experience because the real stuff's happening beyond that defeats the purpose of why we're here. As you say, we're here to serve. We're here to hold this light here at this time for the planet, for humanity, for our collective consciousness, for a really real reason. And it's not to keep trying to chase something that's outside of us. You know, and so that that is a really important that's medicine for a lot of people of like flip. If you feel like you have to get past this human life to get to the real stuff, you've got an opportunity to really flip how you're seeing why you're here and what you're here for. And because there's so much power and it's like just keep kind of going so that you can start to um, really get the most out of your time here. You know, it's like, if you're still here, you're here because you've got, you've got a potentially, you know, you could step into a, a really important role of even just joining that light with other people so that you can strengthen that communication so that the creators know, okay, they're, look at them, look at them, look at that light. They're calling it. Let's give it to them. You know, <laughs> You're right. Um, and that's exactly what it's about. It's not about trying to escape this human human life. It's it's a recognition that you are ultimately a, a pure being of light, a, a stream of consciousness, a spark of the infinite, um, the infinite itself. But you've come here to serve humanity. You've come here to be an anchor of light, to spread that light for not just for yourself and i think a lot of people get caught up in their own um well i want this experience i'm going to you know develop as best i can but i think there in that regards are you're kind of doing a kind of spiritual bypass by saying it's all about me yes you ultimately have to transform yourself so that you um become the best version of yourself but that is, is to inspire other people and that's ultimately what you're here to do you're meant to take those experiences you're meant to take what you have developed within yourself as a person to inspire other people to want to change to make them you know aware in as much as you can 
you know, of this higher reality. Obviously, we can't just go out and start preaching in the street about this. But if people come to us and are attracted to us through our vibration and want to know what it is about us that's different or what have you changed about yourself, it gives us the the avenue to, to begin potentially, you know, opening up and, and speaking to people about these experiences on a deeper level. And when you're telling people about them, and that's kind of how it happened for me, whenever I came into contact with, with someone who was a spiritual medium, I had no idea about this stuff at the time, but listening to that person's experiences triggered an awakening within myself. And I didn't know what was what was going on. I just knew that my eyesight become distorted and I began to feel different and I didn't know what was going on. And then it was explained to me. And when I, when I understood exactly what was happening, then it was just this whole awakening, this whole inrush of love, of awareness that I'd never felt before. Um, but that is our purpose here on earth. It's not to escape this human experience. It's to understand that you've chosen to come and live as a human being in order to inspire those people who are potentially on the cusp of of, of yeah. this. It's not that everyone is going to 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 um to to ascend into this higher vibration or graduate. As far as I'm aware, there are there are cosmic laws, there are stipulations as to how and why it depends on the evolution of your own soul. You know, how evolved are you enough? Are you ready for that? Is your soul, your cosmic awareness ready? for that higher vibration of light because if not unfortunately this is the purpose of reincarnation you will have to reincarnate again and again until you've learned enough in these lifetimes to to naturally ascend to that level i guess this is a good naturally stopping point it's about making people aware of what these experiences are that you're not like everyone else they are a, a kind of spiritual experience and ultimately it's not about escaping the human experience it's about understanding and trying to get other people involved in this and becoming anchors of light right beautifully said wow well thank you so much zenith this has been so amazing again uh, such a joy to connect with you and collaborate with you uh, thank you for all of the amazing work that you're doing to inspire and spread that communication, bring the messages through. Um, it's, it's really valuable. I really appreciate it. And I've loved our time together today. Absolutely. And thank you so much for agreeing to take part in this. Um, it's a two-way street and it could be nothing without your collaboration, your time and your effort and your agreeing to to come on and even connect with me, you know, after our initial interview and agree to do this here. But keep on putting the message out there. Keep on doing the work that you're doing to inspire people. And I'll do my little part to my end. Oh, thank you so much. Well, Cara, until then, I will see you potentially in the astral plane. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> see you for now. Bye. Please share this episode. I appreciate your support, rating, reviewing, and sharing. So thank you again for listening, and I look forward to the next meditation conversation. Mm -hmm.